Well, good morning, everybody. It is Mark Boyle, and uh, I want to apologize for the lighting. I don't have the best uh, setup right here, but I wanted to to get something out, and I guess it'll it'll be considered a podcast. But uh, I'm I'm titling this one "The Mark of the Beast," and and most of you understand that. You know, if you listen to me for a while, I'm not a religious person as far as organized religion and going to churches and doing all the the stuff they recommend. But you should also know that I'm very spiritual and I I do believe in in a lot of things. I just, I I have a hard time buying into what, you know, a lot of religions say about this, that, and the other thing. And then, uh, you know, if you're not following what I say, then you're going to hell and all that. That kind of rhetoric offends me. And recently, a lot of talk has been going on about the mark of the beast, which I've made off comments about. It's a bunch of BS when you're talking about a vaccine passport as being the actual mark of the beast. And I was talking to a a pretty spiritual uh, friend I recently met, and we've kind of connected pretty good on that level. And he was... Uh, without really understanding a lot of it. But he was saying something about the mark of the beast being, you know, either on the hand or the forehead. And I said, well, you know, that's interesting because the hand is the, the ability to, to, to act, to do things with your hands. You build and stuff, you know, that's why we have opposing thumbs and stuff. And then the forehead would be the, the ability to think or to, to rationalize. And, uh, and I don't know where he'd gotten that. Maybe some of you that are more uh, well-read might understand, you know, some of this stuff about, you know, the hand and the, and the forehead and the mark of the beast. But I was listening to an extremely interesting uh, video, which I will be posting the, that video um, on PrepperGuy.com which is still standing, even though I want to shut a lot of this down. Um, and it's a three-part interview with uh, Mike Adams from you know, Brighteon, which owns Brighteon and Brighteon.tv, and a Dr. Artis, who's been talking quite a bit about you know, the water, along with Stu Peters and stuff. And I, and I think a lot of what Stu Peters was talking about might have been, you know, based on what Dr. Artis is talking about. So it's pretty interesting. And those three parts will be getting posted on Facebook until they go, hey, wait a minute, you're posting things from Prepper Guy that we've approved as okay. But you got these crazy people talking crazy shit. Oh, my God. So we'll see how long that lasts. But they will remain on PrepperGuy.com um, because... Um, right Dion is owned by Mike Adams and he's not letting them censor his crap because it's his crap on his servers. So I'm pretty safe to upload those videos that way. Um, so it's, I, I'm calling it the Mark of the Beast and it, it has to do a lot with what I'm going to play for you here and then I will stop it every once in a while and interject uh, my two cents. So... I'll be stopping this video also 
and, and getting into it. So I want to open it up by this is uh, Dr. Artis speaking on the video. You'll see the two two people interviewing each other or talking. And then on audio, um, the one that'll be doing the most talking will be Dr. Artis. And then also Mike Adams, the owner and founder of Brighteon. So let's get that going. And uh, I, I just want you to listen to it all. And, it's, and, and I will inject some thoughts that only I think that maybe are important. Um, that religious people need to go, hey, wait a minute. You know, this is kind of freaky. Um, it's not, you know, religious factoids or, you know, but it is science. And, and it is happening, and it is what's going on, whether you want to relate it or equate it to the mark of the beast when everything's said or not is completely up to you. But if, if you believe what he's saying, and you understand how that is transcending into the mark of the beast, then it'll be quite scary, you know, for a lot of people that have allowed these things to happen in their life. So I'm going to let it go for a bit. First day when I was thinking about this doctor who wrote me this text about venom and anti-venom, I remember thinking, how ironic would it be if they're using the one greatest symbol of evil that we symbolically in religion identify the, the, is the, the serpent is the, the devil. Snake. It is the serpent. What if they are using the serpent's venom to intoxicate and envenomate the whole world and then inject its DNA into your DNA? This is what I've been talking about. Transhumanism into serpentine transformation, whatever. I have to read something to you. I have to read something to you. I knew you would appreciate the reptilian side of this. Uh, Well. All right, so here we go. This is printed. In what's called Douglas Hamp Ministries. I don't even know who they are. All I know is in 2012, I found this article. How the mark of the beast will rewrite the human genome, corrupting the image. This is 2012. The genetics of the deception, recombinant DNA. Okay. The technology known as recombinant DNA, in fact, now makes it possible for a grown man or woman to be altered at the genetic level. If a non-human gene were introduced into the human genome, then the person would no longer be fully human, but would by definition become a hybrid. The ancient name for a creature that is composed of different kinds is known as a chimera, and that is also the name given to hybrid creatures by scientists today. Yes. Recombinant DNA is hybrid DNA that has been created from more than one source. So you have two species of creatures combined to make one DNA. The basic procedure is where a DNA strand is opened up and then a gene from another organism is inserted, making a new strand of DNA. Then the RNA replicates the new strand and it is passed into the entire system. Okay, so now, of course, this article he's reading is from a religious group. But it's just reflecting on scientific work that is being done. So the doctors that are doing this are actually real doctors. This was just an article he read back in 2014. So don't let that pull you off topic because the science and what's happening is very real. 
it's just being discussed by this religious um, group that wrote this article. Now, he'll go on to explain a little bit more, and I think you'll find it way scary, fascinating. What do you hear about spike proteins being generated by these mRNA vaccines? Okay, in every system. When recombinant DNA is then further altered or changed to host additional strands of DNA, the molecule formed is referred to as a chimeric DNA molecule with reference to the mythological chimera that consisted at a composite of several animals. By means of recombinant DNA, Satan may be able to convince humanity to insert demonic genes perceived as desirable into the human genome. Okay, so now he's going to start talking a little bit about, you know, a person, an individual. And, and, and we don't really know who that would be. Maybe it's the giant, you know, Antichrist or, or if it's just figuratively speaking as mankind. But, you know, talking about how they're splicing these genes together and creating a separate genetic DNA strain. And then once you put it into the person, now that person basically has his DNA and this altered DNA. And so that's a corruption of the whole purpose of why we were created in God's image. I mean... You know, if, if you're looking at that as just the way it, it's being said, we were created in God's image. And the minute they start messing with our DNA, and re- then it starts replicating, then that in itself has just got to be an abomination before God. I mean, these are things that we've done throughout history, not this exactly, but we've done things to just offend God in such a way, like with the Tower of Babel, that he's like, enough of this madness. And he, and he, and he, he changes it. He did it with, you know, the flood, the Tower of Babel, you know, where it confounded all of our language. And then there was no more cohesive work going on because nobody understood what the hell they were talking about. So they stopped making this stupid temple that was going to go all the way up to, up to God. So it's, it's, uh, it's just interesting. You know, I find it. And once you kind of you look at it, what he's saying scientifically, and you put the pieces together, you go, yeah, this, if, you know, if God's watching, which we, we think he is, then... You know, what the hell? All right, so I'll, I'll continue on. I'll, I'll stop yakking there and, and uh, get this going. I'm just trying to kind of break it up a little bit and, and add my two cents, uh, which is really barely worth two cents. The genetic composition of the person, therefore, would result in that person becoming a chimera. In the late 70s, Dr. Stan Cohen, his name is Stanley Cohen, okay, Stanley Cohen, studying antibiotic-resistant plasmids and E. coli, and Dr. Herb Boyer, studying restriction enzymes, realized that they could use restriction enzymes to cut 
both plasmid DNA as well as DNA containing a gene of interest and combine the two DNA sequences so that the sticky ends of each DNA could be joined or spliced to make a recombinant DNA. For example, they created what was called a bacteria-human DNA. So you caught all that scientific stuff. So even though, like I was saying, you know, a lot of people will go, well, this is coming from some article that's really not even by doctors. It's just a religious think tank. But he's talking about real science here. I have to bring something to your attention here. This was in the 70s. They figured out they could take bacteria and human DNA and splice them together. Dr. Stanley Cohen and Dr. Herb Boyer founded a company in 1976 called Genentech. Okay, so Genentech is a company, and we've probably heard about it on the news, but I would recommend looking it up because they don't get into it here, and I didn't have a chance to look into it when I started this whole um, podcast here. But I, I've heard it in the news, and, and so I think it's a real company on some of this cutting edge of what we're doing with these vaccines and stuff. And, and I could be wrong, but it's a real company with real doctors doing really sick stuff. Really? The, the Genentech? The Genentech. Dr. Stanley Cohen won the Nobel Prize in 1986 for the discovery of what was called nerve growth factor using King Cobra venom. Wow. Therefore, we can see how a man with access to technology into Satan's seed could then merely inject it into his DNA. Then once inserted, his own RNA would copy the new strands with the foreign gene and it would spread through the entire system. Once the process of replication was complete, the man would no longer be a mere human. He would, in essence, be a chimera, a hybrid. He would be a chimera, a hybrid, a beast. So, <laughs> you kind of see where this is going. And, and, and you can literally take most scripture out of this equation and just go, um, they're putting chimera or different DNA together and then putting them into us and therefore that seems like that would be a bad thing with the you know what is it the mRNA that allows it to be kind of like a carrier into our DNA where it, and they basically morph together and become something that God did not create in conclusion this to me was very powerful. I couldn't believe it because I don't really get into this spiritual side of stuff. I just call it a religious war. To whom would Satan be willing to give his own genetic material? Crossing the line of mixing different kinds is against the natural law of God. The sons of God that did so in the days of Noah got themselves thrown into the pit or the abyss. The penalty for crossing that barrier is ostensibly, ostensibly imprisonment until the final judgment. We know that Satan will Perhaps fathering his own son is the line that is not permitted to cross. Therefore, Satan must be very selective of this person. We can presume that this person will have all of the worldly advantages possible. The best education, all the power, riches, and technology. He will worship Lucifer. And he will lust for the ultimate power to have greater than human capacity. This person will indeed be the one that Jesus spoke of who gains the whole world but loses his soul. The kingdoms of the world that Satan offered to Jesus, this person will possess. 
he will obtain Satan's own genetic material and then insert it into his body using recombinant DNA. His body's own RNA will then cause the satanic strain to be replicated into various parts of his body. And once completed, his genetic makeup DNA will be a new code. So this is where I'm saying he's talking about a man, you know. And I don't know if he's figuratively speaking like of mankind because he's reading from that article. So that article is probably trying to identify the Antichrist or the one bad person. Which is what you said earlier in this interview. A code not strictly from Adam, but will be augmented code that has been mixed with Satan, just as God declared in Genesis 3.15. Satan will have finally succeeded in imitating the incarnation. This man will literally become the genetic son of Satan, because he will save Satan's seed mingled in with his own. It is consistent with the technology of transhumanism, in the dissimilar kinds can now be mingled as one. Well, you just nailed it. The son of Satan, if you've taken that mRNA, you've been infected, as you're saying, with the instructions for venom. Your genes are being altered with uh, the serpent's poison. Recombinant DNA is what Drew Wiseman and Catalina at the University of Pennsylvania have been working with, with mRNA, for the last at least 10 years, I know of, 11 years. And so, I do want to say something. Dr. Stella Emanuel, if you know who she is. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. She talks nonstop about anyone who got these mRNA vaccines needs to pray for forgiveness yes. and to have the evil spirit removed from them. She doesn't even understand this concept of what I've brought no, to light. She's got, she's, but I think she's she intuitively in. knows. I think she intuitively knows yeah. spiritually that uh, I just want, I just have to say when I read this, I keep hearing Dr. Stella Emanuel offer her prayers of forgiveness and asking for forgiveness for those who've received these shots. Absolutely. So you see how he's talking about transhumanism and, and that doesn't just pertain to one person that pertains to a group of these people that think they're going to live forever through some kind of uh, ascension or something like that. So I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, maybe that one person is just, a, I don't know, whoever's doing it. I can blame Fauci for all I care. Or it could be the Antichrist, but it appears that this technology is being used in all of us because they're, they're showing that these uh, snake venoms are actually part of, you know, what you're getting when you get your, your your vaccines and your boosters so it may be killing a lot of people or the people that survive this may have this um, mess going on within them but to me that would be you know I hate to say it but everyone that's been vaccinated and getting these boosters and running around you know just being dumbasses of would have the mark of the beast within their genetic code now because of this all this stuff he's talking about so I, I think satan would be a lot more happy if he had a whole lot of little minions are running around humans you know not the spirits that were cast down but the actual physical people now that now have this genetic code in them that you know it's not satan's seed because satan is is, is spirit he's not human but 
these symbols, the snake, is very important. And, and so whether it's, it's monkey poop or snake venom, these scientists have taken the genetic code of God's creation and spliced other things together and now injected us with that. And, and now it's being replicated in our blood and we are becoming corrupt. And, and a lot of people are dying from it. And I think that would be, you know, to me, the mark of the beast. But let's continue on with this because I'll, I'll stop um, <laughs> interjecting. So to wrap all this up, what you're outlining here is not just a crime against humanity. It is the, the ultimate betrayal of the medical system, which has become a system of satanic death and poison and venom disguised as medicine, that the pandemic was engineered the treatments were engineered. Anything that worked was banished. The science journals have published, they've known about this all along. The scientists involved in this have known all along, according to what you're saying. And yet the media covered this up, big tech censored anything. They'll try to censor this interview, obviously, to keep injecting people with, as you're describing it, more snake venom. And they've already injected, I, I believe it's over five billion people. And so I just want people to know, too, that we're going to publish and give you access to when you uh, watch this and get the final edit, uh, that in 2015, they did a study with uh, crate venom, and they found there's nine plant extracts that block and inhibit all of the toxic aspects and poisonous aspects of crate venom. They have been working to understand antidotes. Now, I also want to mention that someone else was right. I didn't realize this, but... Uh, when Judy Mikovits was in the Plandemic documentary, yeah, and Mickey Willis asked her, what's the antidote for these people that are getting these shots? Oh, suramin. She said suramin. There is actually a research study. Everybody look it up online. It's titled 100 Years of Suramin. I've actually talked to Judy about this privately and in confidence. I said, how did you know suramin was an antidote? If you go look at the study called 100 Years of Suramin, there are several paragraphs the very first paragraph that it gets into is that sermon for over 100 years has known to be an anti-parasitic, but its toxic effects were actually more than what they replaced sermon with as an anti-parasitic in a drug called ivermectin. Uh -huh. So ivermectin is superior as an anti-parasitic than sermon. The very next paragraph in the only section of this entire study on sermon that is titled sermon as an antidote is all about its protective known inhibiting effects of all viper venoms from no snakes. So that kind of is, is, you know, that doctor um, is, is kind of saying what I'm thinking. It's like, you know, you need forgiveness because you've taken the mark of the beast. You might not be coming, be becoming the son of Satan, which I think is, probably more figurative even in the bible but um we don't know so maybe somebody will get this injected into them you know maybe the people you know that want to live forever you know in the new world order and all that might create a their race of people through eugenics and all this that are 
superhumans in their opinion or the children of Satan, which is really a leap of logic, really, because it's still snake venom and, and cobra venom and crate venom and all these you know types of snakes. And he'll talk about it here in just a minute about you know how to maybe you could test these things if if people in the world wanted to do it. Um, but I, I think it's just you know nobody ever said the mark of the beast itself would create the son of Satan. It just says the mark of the beast, and and then maybe you know who knows you know I I, I don't buy into this mistake that you may do because you're you were thought it was the right thing to do to get this vaccine and and then come to find out that is actually maybe the mark of the beast because the way they're splicing your genes and, and with these prions and stuff like that causing your genetic structure to change i don't think that's the end of the you know your eternity with god because he can you know he can clean that all up you know he just you know like once you die, that genetic material that creates your human physical body dies with you. And then he will, you know, will he resurrect your body out of the grave, you know, and maybe, you know, clean it up or take this DNA out of there? I'm sure he can. He's God. He created your DNA so he can, he can clean it. He can filter it. And maybe that's you know, something to do with the atonement and all that. I have no idea because, like I've said before, I might have been there and you might have been there when he was discussing all this, but there was a veil and we don't remember. And therefore, we're probably not supposed to know it or he would have told us. So I don't think that this one mark of the beast, if that's what it is, is going to send you to hell forever. You know, so... I have a hard time with that because God is perfect. He's a great father. He loves us all and we love him back. So why would your child at one or two years old make a mistake and break your favorite vase that was, you know, your great, 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 great grandparents vase that was handed to them by George Washington. And now you, you disown him for life because, because he broke a vase. He's two years old. So that's how I look at it. But hopefully this is starting to, you know, maybe give you some other food for thought about what the mark of the beast really is. Because I hear it a lot. And, you know, it started out when I was a kid back in the 70s as, you know, using oil because that was wormwood. And, and wormwood was oil because, it, you know, all these theories and stuff. So, you know, I mean, from what the experts in religion have been saying about the mark of the beast for the last 50 years have all come and gone. So I don't know. But this, when you start messing with the genetic code that God implanted in us to be alive here on this earth, I think that's kind of screwing with shit that you probably shouldn't be doing. Unreal. Now, Sermon is not isolated from pine needle tea. Sermon is a drug made by Bayer. I mean, this is an actual pharmaceutical agent. Right, right. But there is also shikimic acid from Bayer. There is, yep. And that can be very beneficial, absolutely. And but that's I just want also to, found in many other things. I just want people to know, Sermon would work as uh -huh. an antidote to snake venom poisoning. Judy was right. Corticosteroids, okay. Pierre Corey, Paul Merrick, Richard Bartlett, they're all right. You guys have been right the whole time. You've got to use more corticosteroids. You have to use zinc. You have to use hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. You've got to consider NAC. 
Vitamin but, but, C. But as long as Vitamin people D. keep getting injected, people are going to keep dying. That's very true. Because it's a, it's a as you're saying, you're, it's a, it's a venom injection protocol, which is why they're never going to end this. So I think that's the takeaway from for me. You know, all spirituality and, and religion aside, you know, when we get back down to the to the world in which we exist, you know, to be in the world but not of the world. We've put our trust in medicine and doctors that have always had the snake as their symbol and the staff, which is in in the Bible when people were being bit by this serpent and dying, you know, the prophet said, go touch that staff out there, the stick, and you will be healed. And it was a test of faith and a lot of people didn't and a lot of people did. And that seems to be the same snake and staff that's used by the medical community nowadays and maybe that's what it was about because if they touched the staff they lived and if they didn't they died because of their serpent bite so i don't know but we have put our trust in them and 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 what is happening we're being lied to that's what he's just talking about you know it's just like we're being lied to that's just effing heinous. And, and, and so the people we've given the most power and authority to is the medical community. We treat them as if they're gods. And now that we see that they're doing this, and, and, and I've, I've distrusted the FDA and the medical establishment for many years when I went on the keto diet and I started healing myself and feeling so much better and then come to find out that doctors are being, you know, losing their license and in some countries going to jail for talking about the keto diet. And it's like, okay, even, even back then, they've been screwing with us. Let's give people some, some ideas of where they can continue to follow you. I know you have a show with us on Brighton.tv. When, when does that show air? It's, it airs every Wednesday morning. Take this and run with it and uh, find out because the symptoms seem to match up perfectly with venom. And if we know that that's what this poison is, then we can save a lot of lives. And that's the goal. That's your goal, right? Mine. To save lives. If I haven't repeated this a billion times, every time I speak, I say my goal is to thwart their agenda of harm. I just realized in May of 2020, Dr. Anthony Fauci was lying about the safety and effectiveness of remdesivir. From the two studies he was quoting, it was obvious it was ineffective and deadly. So I just went into the media on my own dime to try to get it out to the media and to all innocent audiences around the world to know, do not trust this drug. It's very toxic. I even called it Anthony Fauci's genocide. I didn't even know who he was in May of 2020. I just knew this was a genocidal setup that you're only going to use this one drug in all Americans for 2020. Mike, how is it possible that the United States of America has more dead COVID-19 patients than any other country worldwide? That doesn't make any sense, right? You don't have these death rates in India or African nations, Nigeria. China. Yeah, no. Exactly. Nowhere. It's only in America has a million, over a million dead COVID-19 treated. That's where the treatments are most available. And for the first year of the pandemic, we were the only ones using remdesivir. It wasn't allowed to be exported till the end of October of 2020. Well, this is a genocide We've known it was genocide. We just didn't understand the mechanism. Please, all this research. I really do beg that all governments around the world, when they see these, this interview, that individuals in government will pull remdesivir from their hospitals and have it tested 
for the peptides and proteins in snake venoms. You can run the databases. It's in this Italy study, the database they ran it against. And they found 36 animal venoms, 20 of which were snakes, including the crate and the cobra. And then hold these people accountable for lying to all of us. (laughs) The most horrific conspiracy in human history is what you've just outlined. It has been the gravity of this story and the realization is why I came and talked to you in confidence because I didn't know what to do with it because it was scary. It was overwhelming. It literally took on this massive uh, cloud of transparency. This could be the greatest evil ever projected on the entire world. Well, maybe, maybe that's why God brought us together. I mean, we built this platform so we can talk about the truth. And this talk would have been banned YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere, but not here. Absolutely. So thank you, Dr. Artis. You're very welcome, Mike. Thank you for all you do. Absolutely. I'm very God, proud of you. God bless you and stay safe because they're going to they're gonna try to silence you one way or another. But, you know, we've got uh, a lot of angels and prayers and good people on, on our yeah. side. Just remember, it doesn't matter where it's coming from. When you're looking at COVID, please treat it and respect it as an envenomation of snake venom, and you'll know exactly how to treat it. Good point. Excellent. All right, uh, Dr. Artis, thank you again for joining me today. This is Mike Adams here, brighttown.tv. Feel free to share this interview. You can, of course, um, post it on your own channel, post it on other platforms as well. Thank you for watching today. I'm Mike Adams, brighttown.com and brighttown.tv. So I'm going to let this uh, run out the clock here and and let you watch their logos and stuff so you know how to spell it and how to find it. So... A lot of you might think, Mark, you're, you're making a real leap in logic here. But I, I think the science is pretty conclusive. And, and I think when we're dealing with a deep state and, and these Luciferian evil people that really have gotten into America's, you know, seedy underbelly, this is what they want. And they might not be religious enough to even give a shit about the mark of the beast or what that even means or 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 how that would be a bad thing because they, they really don't believe in this, a lot of them. They just want to be ascension. They want to they live forever. They want to become these human brains inside of a, a virtual reality, I guess, or whatever. And so they may or may not even know what they're doing, but you and I need to know what this is. And when your friends and family are getting vaccinated and boosted and boosted and vaccinated, and then when they're using this, they already used it to to destroy the 2020 election. And you can see it coming again, you know, with this lockdown in, in Shanghai with, you know, close to, what is it, 20 million people just under house arrest? You know, then then you have to ask yourself, well, what the hell's going on? You know, well, the 2022 elections are coming. That's what's going on. And if they can gen up a little bit more fear, then people will, you know, just automatically vote by mail and do this other scam that happened last time. So when Republicans sit there and, and tell you and I that they're going to sweep this election and there's going to be a sea change, 
Well, first of all, the Republicans are just as effed up as the Democrats. I haven't seen one Democrat or Republican worth their salt. And, and, and DeSantis is a good guy, and he's kicking some ass in Florida. And there's a few of them. But Trump was kicking ass, and they just marginalized him right out the fucking door. So don't think that this coming election is going to change shit. We are on a doomsday course. And, and this proves that at least as far as looking at Bible revelations and, and prophecies, that it's being fulfilled whether we're paying attention or not. So I'm going to let you all go. Hope you enjoyed this. Hope it wasn't too like, blah. anyway, I love you. Pay it. I'm going to post this. So watch it. I'll try to get some links in there on prepper guide to where you can, you know, read these articles or whatever they post. I, I will try to also post. So you guys have a good one. Talk to y'all later. Uh, as always, I love you. And, 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 and just, be on the lookout because it's not just this. There's the Russia-Ukraine thing too, which I might be talking about here in the next one. Bye-bye.